This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's Friday night. We're back again. I hope you all had a, had a good week. It's been a crazy week for sure. Um, all kinds of stuff going on, uh, but... Uh, we don't need to get into all of it. We can summarize some of it. Uh, we've had all, and by the way, you can call us at 281-558-5738, and we can have a discussion about whatever you want to talk about. Just for tonight's show, Francis Riley is out on some uh, personal business, so he's not going to be here tonight, so you got me all to yourselves, so it's just going to be, frankly, talking to you. And uh, what we're going to talk about is uh, some of the things going on this week. We had, now, of course, we had these reports on inflation we had the colonial pipeline we had the issue of the hackers we had the and 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 we had uh, of the pipeline we have what's going on in the middle east i mean it seems like it seems like we've had a reversal of the world in a very short period of time of course we still have the problem down the southern border and all these things have been on the news and i'll be glad to talk to you about any of them but what struck me is, you know, for the last year, I've been talking about the Wuhan virus, and I've been talking about, uh, some people call it the CCP virus, Uh, but, you know, I think I was wrong about that. You know, we kept calling it the China virus, and that's what Trump kept calling it, but the more I get into the subject matter... It's very sad to say, but it may be that the virus was born in the USA because because what we have going on here is really uh, the scientific, unregulated scientific experimentation, which is totally unregulated. And we got to put a stop to that. You need to put a stop to that, citizens of this country and citizens of Texas, because we've seen the effects of it, the devastating effects of it of, you know, 500,000 deaths in the United States of America. What's happened across the world, approximately 3 million deaths. And how how many know, how many people, how, how many deaths we really don't know, because we don't know what happened in places like China, because I don't believe how they're counting. We don't know what's happening in India because they don't even know how many people are dying. They have all kinds of poverty and things like that in terms of their population. And I don't know that they get an accurate count, but it's got to be devastating. It's been devastating to Brazil. It's been devastating to Europe. It's been devastating to Africa, and we don't even know what's happened in Africa. Do we ever hear any reports of how the COVID virus is going in Africa? And isn't that a sad state of affairs? And I would ask my our African-American friends to look into that and then try to assess the responsibility on that. But the sad part about it, and I'm really kind of depressed about it this week, is that what I've been talking about for the last six months is becoming proven to be truer and truer and truer. And that is the reason why neither China nor the United States want to really get to the bottom of the origin of the coronavirus. Why? Because it was caused by both of them. The two strongest powers in the world at this point, not Russia, but the United States of America, and, well, shall I say the federal government of America, because I don't blame any of this on the states, the federal government of America and the Chinese CCP are responsible for what happened in the world with regard to this coronavirus. Now, let's talk about it. Some of this was, you know, all of a sudden became big news this week. It was on Tucker Carlson, you know, it was on any number of other talk shows, uh, Waters World uh, on Fox. 
other other talk shows. But we talked about it before any of them talked about it. And quite frankly, I think those shows are kind of like our President Biden because they're plagiarizing me because I've been talking about this for like six months. But let's talk about in particular, I never got a chance to do it last week, this Nicholas Wade article. Because this fella, uh, you know, is, a, is an investigative reporter. I believe he had worked for the New York Times. Could be wrong on that, but I think he did. But it was the origin of the of, of COVID. Did people of or nature open the Pandora's box at Wuhan? And all of the we're never going to prove to a scientific certainty where this virus came from. You know why? Because it's the same reason. when I handled the Gulf War cases for the Gulf War veterans that we could never prove to a scientific certainty what happened to them. You know why? Because magically, the records are sealed. In China, the records are sealed. Or the records are gone. And so you can't prove it to a scientific certainty. But thank God for the legal system. And I don't like lawyers, even though I am one. I mean, you know, most of them, some of them, some of them I like, maybe five. But but but, but in general, as a species, uh, you know, they're not my favorite characters. Um, but the legal system allows you to draw practical conclusions and thank God for the juries. And you, my listeners, you are the jury. You are the jury. And you know what you know what jurors do? which is why I like the jury system, they apply a collective common sense. And the collective common sense here is whether or not where the coronavirus started. We know that it didn't start from nature. How do we know that? We can't prove it to a scientific certainty because you can't prove something that you don't know. Uh, in a sense, you can't prove something without a trail. Well, there is a trail here, and the trails didn't start 1,500 miles away in the so-called bat caves where these particular kinds of bats were located, and then all of a sudden there's no trail to Wuhan. What we do know is that the trail started at Wuhan, in Wuhan, and there are no bat caves there. So no matter what kind of BS they try to tell us about where it came from, the bat caves that came out of nature, nothing about this particular virus has to do with nature. This particular virus was an, a, a gain-of-function-created virus. It was done, perhaps, the ostensible purpose, let's just give them that. The ostensible purpose was to study these viruses so that they could then uh, more adequately try to uh, attack the next pandemic such as SARS or MERS. And now the difference is that those two viruses, they were able to track when it started mutating from bats to other species, such as the ferret, okay? They, they, they were able to track how the virus mutated through species where it finally became contagious to humans. There's zero evidence that this virus was has that kind of lineage. This virus was full bone, full bore blown blown up and born in Wuhan. Now, what does that mean? What that means is well, common sense. That's where the virology lab was. That's where research gain of function research was going on. And that's what uh, this fella Nicholas Wade talks about. And let's go through some of this. I wanted to go through it on some of the other shows, but I got tied up. Oh, we're already at the first break. That was pretty quick. We got a fast clock going here tonight, Steve. Anyway, all right. We'll, uh, we'll come back in uh, right after the break, and we'll keep talking on Facebook. This is Brian Kennedy. Tune in 
every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Lansdowne Moody, hitting the ground running with a whole lot of Kubota spring deals. Compact, subcompact, and full-size Kubota tractors, including the L2501, the number one selling tractor in Texas, or the super-reliable B-Series subcompact. It can park in the back of your garage, add on the right attachments, and away you go for one low price. Get 0% APR for 60 months with no money down. In stock and ready for delivery. Hands down, it's Lansdowne, lmtractor.com. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. The best Italian restaurant in Houston isn't in Houston. It's in Fort Bend County on FM 1464, just south of the West Airport intersection. For great Italian food, it's Nick's Italian Restaurant. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. for them. Seems friendly enough, though. I'm not even sure if it's the same people I saw last week. This doesn't make any sense. We have to tell someone. We need to report this. Modern day slavery is happening in our own backyard. Know the signs and join the Blue Campaign in the fight to end human trafficking. Call 1-866-347-2423 or go to www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign for more information. The Three Amigos. You all are appointment listening. I listen to you every Friday afternoon. Everything stops for you all. The Three Amigos. Make an appointment every Friday afternoon at 4 on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah, Mama's got a squeeze box. I'm here singing by myself, and I know you like my singing. And when daddy comes home, he never gets no rest Then he's playing all night And the music's all right Mama's got a squeeze box that he never sleeps at night Alright, let's go Steve, let's rock Anyway, here, here's what I want to talk about it's turned out that there was a Lancet letter, okay? It's a, it's a medical publication, supposedly, and has been known to have such a great reputation. But there was a letter that had been organized and drafted by who? A fellow I've talked to you about before, a guy named Peter das, Dasek, president of EcoHealth Alliance of New York. Dasek's organization funded the coronavirus research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. If the SARS-2 virus had indeed escaped from research he funded, Dasek would be potentially culpable. This conflict of interest was not declared in when Lancet wrote or published this letter. And to the contrary, it said, we declare that there are no competing interests and indeed, in that Lancet letter, which was like out in front of all this, basically said that this was a naturally occurring virus. Uh, 
Can you spell cover-up? Virologists like Danzig had much at stake in assuming and assigning blame for the pandemic. For 20 years, mostly beneath the public, and I'm reading now from this article, beneath the public's attention, they had been playing a dangerous game. In their laboratories, they routinely created viruses more dangerous than those that exist in nature. And who gave them that right? Uh, they argued that they had that they could do that so safely, and that by getting ahead of nature, they could predict and prevent natural spillovers, the crossover over of viruses from animal hosts to people. If SARS had indeed escaped from such a laboratory experiment, or SARS-2 actually, which is what we know as COVID, a savage blowback could be expected in the storm of public indignation, which would affect virologists everywhere, not just in China. It would shatter the scientific edifice from top to bottom. A quote from MIT Technology Review, a fellow named Antonio Regalado, which he said in March of 2020. March of 2020. This is March of 2021. Yeah, Tracy, let's take Tracy on line one, and then I'll continue with the story. Yeah, Frank, I think the Facebook's frozen, but anyway, it's coming through great on Listening Live. Facebook, so, Facebook's frozen, uh, uh, Mauricio, I'm just telling you that. That's what people are saying. Go ahead, Tracy. Thank God you keep changing sherbet uh, sport jackets so I can tell what week it is. I know when you're live. <laughs> 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 You're looking good, Frank. Thank you, Tracy. Sucker shirt. Okay, I just love it when Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, takes on Dr. Mengele. Uh, I mean, Dr. Fauci. Well, I'm talking about I mean, Frankenstein Fauci. Yeah, he just is. He just is lying so boldly, and he just says, "You're just wrong." Yeah, but and, Tra- and Tracy, he, hold on a second. He, he, he he's not wrong. Because he's answering like he was probably coached by legal, by lawyers. Because Rand Paul, not being a lawyer, being a doctor, he asked the question, Did, wasn't this funded by your your group? Didn't you skirt the moratorium, paraphrasing, and all the rest? Fauci said yeah. no. And the truth is, Fauci didn't fund the Wuhan virus. What he did was he money laundered it through EcoHealth. And... So, okay, so, so why don't you help craft the questions and send them to Rand Paul? <laughs> because I may just craft those questions in a lawsuit if I ever really, and I'm 67 years old and I'm not sure I got the energy to do it, but somebody's got to tell the story. And I might I just. I would like you to do that, but like this month, uh, how uh, about you send him some questions? I may just ask Peter Danzig myself the question. Didn't you get money? For, didn't you get money from the U.S. government? Wasn't that U.S. money granted to you so that there could be gain-of-function research done on coronavirus and in uh, in Wuhan? Weren't you directed yeah. to use that in the Wuhan lab? And weren't you? Didn't you send that money to the Wuhan lab? And wasn't that wasn't that research going on under your auspices? And what actions did you take? in order to make sure that that lab, because of the dangerous nature of such research, had a bio-level 4 capacity, and that any research concerning gain of function on viruses should be done at a bio-level 4 level, which is the highest level, as opposed to what they did do, which is do this research and handle it on a bio-level 2 and bio-level 3 level, which is what we know. These are facts that we know. And when you're going to do this and un- and potentially unleash a dead re- deadly virus to which you have no vaccine, don't you think you have a resp- moral, ethical, and legal responsibility not to do it in a facility that doesn't do it according to standards that are set out in advance? Any private company that did that kind of thing in any business, if they didn't have standards in, in order to do the, whatever work they're doing, safety standards, they'd be held liable in every court of law that I know. And in this, the world court of law needs to know how um, arbitrary and ha- they have been treating this kind of research because of pure arrogance. 
and it caused a pandemic in this world. And, they, you know, money, you can't bring a lawsuit that would actually be able to be paid for all the people in misery that this has caused. But we can at least tell the people, Tracy, we can at least tell the people and get the facts out so that this never, ever, ever happens again and that these people become regulated as opposed to rogue researchers. What do you say? Absolutely. You know, and it's already fallen apart. 4,500 people who got vaccinated then got COVID. Well, that... I mean, you know, the vaccines aren't working. Have you noticed that just today on your website, Mark Zuckerberg's people posted their own little pathetic response, to, you know, uh, defending the vaccines and, and quoting the World Health Organization, the most corrupt organization on the planet. Well, I may say this. The World Health Organization, when they did their investigation, I didn't know they posted that on my website. I'm glad you're looking <laughs> at it. I, I didn't look at it. But I will just tell you that I will just tell you that the person that was sent to do the investigation of this virus on as a rep, U.S. representative was none other than Peter Danzig, the Danzak or whatever his name is, the fella uh-huh. who got the money from Fauci and then sent it to Wuhan. You talk about the foxes watching the hen house. I mean, they and so he goes over there and he basically whitewashes it. I mean, they're not going to get to the bottom of it because it's total blowback. They were scared to death from 2020. Uh, they knew what happened. They knew exactly what happened. Yeah. And then they, they, they now they're doing an investigation where they're trying to whitewash it. So, I mean, it's just, it's just outrageous. Well, you can't ask him the questions because he has drunk the Kool-Aid. You know, you've got to get the questions to other people. And I do think that Fauci is on record as being in favor of gain-of-function research. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. He, he He's not opposed to it. He absolutely funded it. He's, he's, he's behind it. There's no doubt about it. In fact, he's known as the godfather of, of gain-of-function research, okay? Well, keep speaking up, Frank. You're making a difference. I'm trying to. Uh, no, I do think the weekly action step is we need to pray for the worst people we know. Except, my gosh, making the list of who to pray for could be quite a long well, list. Yeah, you got that right, Tracy. Thank you from Kansas City. We love hearing from you, and you always <laughs> okay. got great comments. All right, okay. let, let me talk a little bit here. Thanks, Tracy. Um, it's very surprising because both SARS and MERS were virus <clears throat> viruses which left copious traces. That's what I'm telling you. There was a trace to those viruses. But for uh, virologists started studying the bat co- coronavirus in in earnest after SARS and MERS to be the source of uh, to uh, I'm sorry earnest after the turnout to be the source of both SARS and MERS epi- epidemics. In particular, researchers wanted to understand what changes needed to occur in a bat virus spike proteins before it could infect people. So they're playing around with this this kind of research. And then the research is at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, led by China's leading expert on the viruses, Xi, it's Xi, S-H-I, Zhang, Zhang, I'm going to spell it for you because my Chinese isn't too good, Z-H-E-N-G-L-I, and her nickname is the Bat Lady, Mounted fr- mounted frequent expeditions to the bat-infested caves in Yunnan in southern China and collected around 100 different bat coronaviruses. She referred to the obvious risks in, in her paper that she, in a paper that she wrote, but argued they should be weighted against the benefits of foreshadowing f- future spillovers. This is the whole point. They were playing this game that they were worried about future viruses while creating the monster virus to which they had no vaccine to begin with. So the point is the, the virologists who were even doing this work were playing with a deadly pathogen and creating a deadly pathogen to which they could not even inoculate themselves, which is why it had to be handled in strictly on a, on a bio-level 4 basis. From the hindsight of 2021, 
One can say that the value of gain-of-function studies in preventing SARS-2, which we now know as COVID-19, the epidemic, is zero. The risk was catastrophic. If indeed SARS-2 was generated in a gain-of-function experiment, which common sense tells us it was. So let's not let people deny our common sense. Let's 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 not let people tell us that, you know, this was this or this was that. It's important for us to know this so it does not happen again. The reason you study history and the reason why I'm so against people who don't like history is because you learn from history so you don't make the same mistakes. By a strange twist in her story, uh, in the in the story, this work, this work that the Batwoman was doing was funded by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID, a part of the U.S. National Institutes of Health. Did you hear what I just said? This research that created, in my view, the, the, the COVID virus, because common sense tells me that. Can I prove it to a scientific certainty? No. Could they prove that the Gulf War veterans, to a scientific certainty, got sick from what happened over in the Gulf War? No, because their records were lost, though, those soldiers. They never had those records returned from the battlefield, so they couldn't certify what happened. That was the U.S. government's position told to me. In this particular case here, the records are lost, or they're under seal in China. And the grant proposals that funded her work, which are a matter of public records, specifically and and exactly spell out what she planned to do with the money. The grants were assigned to the prime contractor, DASAC, of EcoHealth Alliance, who subcontracted them to the Bat Lady. How about that? Test predictions of this COVID interspecies transmission, predictive models of host range, and emergence of potential will be tested experimentally using reverse genetics, pseudoviruses, and receptive binding assays and, uh, and virus infection. That was the grant, which means gain-of-function research. It cannot be uh, stated that she did or did not generate SARS-2 in her lab because her records have been sealed. It seems that she was certainly on the right track to have done exactly what has happened. It is clear that the, this is a quote, it is clear that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was systematically constructing novel chimeric coronaviruses and was assessing their ability to infect human cells and human ACE2 expressing mice. Say, this is a quote from Richard H. Ebright, a molecular biologist at Rutgers and a leading expert in biosafety. I mean, it's outrageous what we're talking about here. We're going to another break. Let's talk some more. You can call us at 281-558-5738. The Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. Plumbing emergencies never happen at a convenient time. Usually they happen on the weekends, holidays, or while you're away on vacation. I'm Richard Saad, president of Nix Plumbing. When you find yourself facing a plumbing emergency, call the licensed and experienced professionals at Nix Plumbing and Sewer Services. Nix Plumbing has been Houston's first choice for all your plumbing needs since 1979. Our experts can take your most difficult plumbing issues and fix them fast, fix them right, and usually for less than you'd expect. Nix Plumbing and Sewer Services is the right choice for any plumbing job, from a leaky faucet, whole house repipe, or a complete sewer line replacement. You can count on Nix Plumbing to do the job right. With over 40 years in business and over 150,000 satisfied customers, Nix wants to be your plumbing company. Nix Plumbing offers free estimates and free second opinion. Call Nix Plumbing and Sewer Services, 713-868-9907, or visit us on the web, nixplumbing.com. MPL 38548. Call Nix Plumbing today. We're on the way. 
Dan Patrick for my friend Louis Flory and Ability Tree Experts. Spring is here and summer just around the corner, which means it's time to deep root fertilize your trees in addition to spraying for insects and disease. Let Ability Trees help maintain their value and repair all damage fed and pruned tree will be less susceptible to wind damage and uprooting. Caring for the beautiful and valuable trees on your property that you can replace should be done by experts. And the experts I use, it's very clear, it's Ability Tree Experts and Lewis Flory. My friend for over 30 years. Gosh, this guy is the pro when it comes to taking care of trees. You know, pruning is important for the health of your trees. And pruning limits resistance to spring storms and allows the sun and fresh air into the canopy. Trees can be in distress several months without showing any signs. So don't wait to protect your investment at 281-441-4179, 281-441-4179, or visit their website at abilitytrees.com. Right now, Ability Trees is giving a deep root feeding with every tree prune. Ability Trees, Houston's leading tree care professional. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for, harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet, or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. When you hear the sound of coming, hear the together with the band. Join together against what I'm talking about. Stop this gain-of-function research. That's what I'm telling you. It needs to stop. And only you, the citizens, can stop it. Anyway, I don't want to get on that speech. Sounds like I'm running for office, but I'm not running for nothing. Uh, let's take Adele on line uh, one. Adele, hi. Okay. I thought she was on. Oh, she's asked the question. Asked if anyone is going to jail for this. Uh, I'm not a prosecutor, but I sure doubted Adele. I don't think uh, I don't think uh, anybody because when you start peeling back that leaf, you don't know where it's going to go, and uh, if they can't put uh, what appear to be obvious wrongdoings and can't even get to the bottom of who's right or wrong in the election, and can they can't get to the bottom of what happened over with uh, with Hunter or with Giuliani or with any of these other people or the Durham report. You really think they're going to have <laughs> the nerve to go investigate what happened in Wuhan? Because like I, the name of one of my other shows was Look in the Mirror. I'm telling you, the look in the mirror. And are we really going to want to look in the mirror as a country and take responsibility for the rest of the, to the rest of the world? But the responsibility would lie both with China and, unfortunately, with these culprits in the United States. Now, I could say this. I do believe they were renegade culprits because what happened was they basically did this in spite of a moratorium from 2014 to 2017, and that moratorium basically said they weren't supposed to do this gain-of-function research. But there was a footnote in the moratorium which says they could do it in protection of public health or for national defense. But I don't think President Obama, when he approved that moratorium on that gain-of-function research, ever dreamed of the fact, at least I hope he didn't, that they would skirt the rule and basically continue to do this research the way they did by funneling money through another party 
that then gave it to China to do the research. I mean, if you're going to do that kind of stuff, don't you think you have an obligation to check out in whose hands you're placing a potentially a deadly uh, virus? I was going to say weapon because it is a weapon. It can be a weapon. And when you create it, when you create it by man or woman, in this case, the bat woman, uh, isn't it? Uh, what do you call it then? It's a weapon. It's we- it's a weapon. And this weapon got released with no with no way to no vaccine, no way to either protect the people working in those labs and no way to protect the world from what has happened. And we've seen what has happened in the world. The safety arrangements, the Wuhan Danzig was, he says, possibly unaware. And he, he did not know too well the long history of viruses escaping from even the best-run laboratories. And this has happened over the years. Small, uh, different viruses have escaped. But if you're going to do gain-of-function research where you're creating new viruses, which you don't even know what they are, don't you think you have the obligation to make sure that you don't... It's like arming somebody with a gun and they don't know how to use it. You're arming somebody with a, a, a deadly weapon, perhaps as great as a nuclear weapon, and you don't even know what their responsibilities are or how, how to use it and how to, how to protect uh, the world from, from the dangerous experiments that you're, you, that, that you're engaged in. It's absolutely outrageous to me, which is why I'm talking about all this. Let me just say this. This is the other thing. In order to do these experiments... I mean, this, this part really drives me crazy because remember we did the show on the Planet of the Apes where they were taking the human embryos and, and, and ape embryos and putting them together and, you know, to create, you know, whatever. Planet of the Apes. All these conjectures that we talk about are possible and some of them are strained with regard to, you know, the, the, uh, how this came about naturally. But what we do know... From, from those, and I'm going to quote again, proponents of the lab leak have a simpler explanation. SARS-2 was adapted from human cells from the start because they were grown, now listen to this, in something called humanized mice or in laboratory cultures of human cells described in Dasak's proposal. Its genome shows little diversity because the hallmark of lab cultures is uniformity. Humanized mice. Now, I didn't know what the heck humanized mice were. Sounds like something out of like, you know, a 1950s science fiction movie. Humanized mice is where they take mice and they basically put human cells or human parts into the mice and then do experiments on the mice so that they, they have a reaction in the human parts of the mice because they can't do the experiments on live humans. They humanize the mice. That in and of itself is Frankensteinish. And for what purpose? Who do these people think they are playing God? Who do they think they are? Proponents of the laboratory escape... Joe joked that, of course, SARS-2 virus infected an intermediary host species. Remember, we were talking about different intermediary host species before spreading to people. And that they have identified as humanized mouse from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's not funny. It's scary. Now, I'm not going to go into all the scientific natures of this. But what I can tell you is that the worldwide virologist community uh, is, is, is very silent about these issues. They almost have an omerta, as they say, in, in, the, in the mafia world, uh, where they won't talk about it. Why? Because the money flows. The money flows through, always follow the money, the money flows through Anthony Fauci. Uh, the benefits of preventing a future epidemics have so far been nil. The risks have been vast. I'm quoting from the article again. If research on SARS-1 and 1 and MERS 
viruses could only be done at a bio-level 3 lab level, it was surely illogical to allow any work with novel coronaviruses, these are the gain-of-function viruses, at a lesser level of bio-level 2, which is what was going on in Wuhan, and which was what was going on either, either the acts of negligence on the part of Peter Danzig and his overlord, Dr. Fauci, with regard to this research, were either acts of negligence or acts of uh, negligence by omission, because they didn't bother to make sure that in, uh, what was going on in terms of the safety uh, protocols in order to handle such a dangerous disease. Uh, we're taking a break and we're coming to the next thing. I'm going to pick this up a little more next week. We're going to talk about a different subject when we come back. So give us a call at 281-558-5738 and let me know what y'all are thinking. KSEV, the flagship station of true conservative talk radio. AM 700, the voice of Texas. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget. Because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one. But you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings. And delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINE-BOX. That's 1-888-PINE-BOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. If you think you've got it rough where you work, just imagine what it would be like if people were constantly speeding through your workplace and you were only a few feet away from cars, 18-wheelers, and way too many drivers on their cell phones. That's what it's like for workers assisting the driving public along the state's streets and highways. Here's Textot's John Barton with more. Beginning September 1st, the state law that protects first responders and tow truck drivers now extends protection to Textot roadside workers, too. It's called the Move Over Law, and here's what it means. If you see flashing blue or amber lights on a TxDOT vehicle that's stopped on the roadside or shoulder, you have two choices. You can either change lanes and move out of the lane closest to the vehicle or slow down to 20 miles an hour below the postage speed limit if the road either doesn't have multiple lanes or it's not possible for you to move over. If the speed limit is 25 miles an hour or less, you simply have to slow down to 5 miles per hour. If you don't move over or slow down, you can be ticketed and receive a hefty fine. Be safe, drive smart, and give road workers some space. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Reservations at your favorite restaurant. Thanks so much for waiting. Your table's ready. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 
uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEB AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. That justice is one thing you should always find. You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. When the guns settles, we'll sing a victory tour and we'll all Raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Singing whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. And the only kind of enhanced thing I'm going to drink is whiskey for my men and beer for my horses. But I'll tell you this, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, I'll tell you that much. But we'll talk more about this in, in some future shows. I got a couple of other things. I know this is a very deep subject, but anyway, let's talk about some other things. We're going to change subjects completely. 281-558-5738. Let me know what you want to talk about. Um, what about this thing going on with the Republican Party? I saw this week where uh, you know Liz Cheney was ousted from her conference chair. Is this going to cause some big split in the Republican Party? Or is this simply kind of uh, trying to get uh, get the party in order and, and uh, eliminate the, uh, uh, the rhinos? You see, the thing is, I don't think Liz, Liz Cheney, I have nothing personally against the lady. Uh, but I would say this, she doesn't seem to represent the kind of uh, heart and soul of what... Uh, what I would call the uh, the 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 American Party. I don't think you want to you don't have to call it the Republican Party. I would call it the Patriot Party. I mean, I'm talking about the working men and women who basically are the backbone of that party. The uh, the people who are not interested in episodic wars around the world, who are not interested in just fostering the military industrial complex. The people who are interested in jobs, the people who are interested in 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 preserving America's national boundaries, uh, the people who are interested in the greatest good for the greatest number of people, so that they can have safety in their homes. I don't see where I don't see where those ideas were being fostered, and the ideas of of what. I would call the populist Republican Party were being embraced by Liz Cheney. And so if she couldn't enunciate, which was which the heart and soul of what appears to be the Republican Party as reformed after Trump or during Trump, then uh, she can't be in the uh, uh, she can't hold that conference chair because she has a position of leadership and a position to advocate for the people that they represent. The people of Montana uh, kind of have that view, that populist view. Belief in belief in on the oil and gas industry. Belief in America. Not doing episodic wars. Not getting involved in, in trying to be the policeman for the world. Not being, in, being involved in keeping America's strength. Strong military, of course, because the only way you defer, I mean, you deter uh, enemies is by being stronger than them. The way to stop a war is to be stronger than your adversary, so your adversary never creates a war. It's in the vacuum of power that you have war created. So anyway, give us a call at 281-558-5738, and we can talk about that if you have any thoughts on that subject. I want to talk a little bit then again about those vaccines again. 
You know, we've had this conversation before, but I want to mention it because I apparently I've had something posted, and apparently Facebook put something up there. Right, Mauricio? Yes. What did they say? Uh, no, but that was the, the post the, you did about... Well, that's okay. Just look into that there. The point is, people have mentioned that the uh, that this should be really called the mRNA jab. It's not a vaccine, but it's the I call it's been called the mRNA jab. It does not prevent you from from contracting COVID-19 or from transmitting it. What it does is basically hyperimmune your system. And what's the post say? Some uh, something from Facebook posted. What? Oh, we posted that. Yeah, but I thought that Facebook said something about uh, about that, and I was told that. Anyway, uh, in the U.S., 95 million people have been subject to these injections as of 4:26:21, of which 9,245 have contracted COVID after these so-called vaccinations, resulting in 132 deaths. I saw this week where Johnson & Johnson was also having a little bit of a problem again because they, they gave it the all clear. We got a call here. Uh, let's take Carol on line one. Yes, Carol. Carol on line one, Steve. Hello. Hey, Carol. Yeah, I just wanted to say, speaking of Liz Cheney, she's about as popular as when they tried to trot out George W. Bush a few weeks ago <laughs> with his paintings and t- talking about how we needed immigration. Yeah. Uh, my TV went off immediately. Yeah, I understand. Okay. I understand, and I don't. I mean, I don't think that either one of them are representing the people. The only reason you the, got it. the Republican Party still exists, and it shouldn't even be called the Republican Party. It should be called the, the Patriot Party or the Conservative Party or something because it's the average people that have made it. And it's the average people across this country like you and me. And we're basically saying all we want is good neighborhoods. We want security. We want the U.S. to be strong. We want them to lead the world with our values, not yeah. this garbage. And because of George, uh, George Bush and his immigration, that's one of the reasons we got Obama. Absolutely, but they're all—they're all—that's all—that's all part of the old—the old Republican Party in the Chamber of Commerce that wants cheap labor. Exactly. And uh, you know, I have no tro- trouble with working men and women getting a really fair wage of whatever the market bears. But whatever, fifteen bucks an hour, no problem. Mm-hmm. Whatever the market bears, and some some places it sh- maybe shouldn't be as high because. Because of the stand, I mean the uh, cost of living, but it doesn't matter. The market will dictate it, but we don't need to have the market undercut by bringing in thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants who base. There was a boatload of Romanians, sixty-three Romanians yesterday uh, that I saw. I was like, "You got to be kidding!" They're coming from everywhere. They flew from France to Mexico. Uh, to Mexico. <laughs> France to Mexico City. Well, they went to uh, wherever. Then they flew to uh, Brazil, then to Mexico City. No, it's crazy. It's, it's like open season on this country, and it's yeah. a breakdown of the whole country. And we should basically, we need to stop it. Because if you don't have borders, you don't have a country. I know. And, and I, I, we've seen this week, even the Biden administration was started to put the wall back up. How do you like that? One little, one little spot. I know one little spot, but one little spot is like one little hole in the dike. We got one That's minute true. left. Maybe we can get him to put the wall up and then come through. Let's talk next week. I'm sorry I bored you with that Wuhan stuff this week, but I had to talk about it, and I hope it resonates with you. We'll talk about it some more. Have a great weekend. And by the way, last week I forgot to say Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>